0: You don't know what you don't know, and you don't know the things that you're going to learn or the experiences you're going to have unless you get out there and try things. Be brave and try things. That's the topic of today's show, and we are going to be talking more about that in just a moment welcome to the family health and hustle podcast where sharing our stories common experiences and best practices about balancing family practicing good health and reaching your goals can help you feel supported bring clarity and guide you to the life you want so if you're ready to challenge yourself your health and the hustle around you then consider this your community now let's welcome your host anthony hernandez Hey, welcome back to the show. I really appreciate you joining us today. Today, I'm very excited to have a conversation with a longtime friend of mine. Uh, her name is Lauren Gardner. She goes by Lauren Elizabeth. I've known Lauren since high school, and I've had the pleasure of bumping into her over the years. I follow her on social media, and I've, I've gotten the chance to kind of see her try and excel a number of different things that are extremely creative. And I had reached out to her originally to ask about something specific that I thought was, was a powerful story about how you can take something you are passionate about, something that's very unique, and turn it into a business or a following. And the conversation that evolved from that, went from that one topic I wanted to talk about to just a number of different things, I found to be extremely fascinating and very interesting and I think will provide you at home a tremendous value as to just trying things, getting out there, learning and growing and progressing and not being afraid because we don't know what opportunity or what thing will come from it if we just get out there and try. Like I said in the intro, be brave and try things. That's the topic of today's conversation because Lauren is an example of that. Now. Lauren, in her own words, says whether performing as a party princess or swimming as a mermaid in an aquarium, Lauren Elizabeth has always found extraordinary ways to add magic to life. This mom of four is no stranger to balancing motherhood and dreams and loves to give others the permission to create a life they are in love with. Without further ado, I am excited to welcome Lauren to the show today.
1: Thanks for having me, Anthony. <laughs> Not Tony. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, for uh, those listening at home, I've known Lauren for many years, but I knew her as Ellie for when I first met her. And so that has been a very hard habit for me to break.
1: Yep. And I've known him as Tony. So this might get confusing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so if we throw down a few different names, just know it's just the two of us on the call. So If you if you say a boy name, just know it's me. If I yeah. say a girl name, we'll just know yep. it's, it's Lauren.
1: Okay. That one chick.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. The reason I asked Lauren to be on the show is because... I've, again, I've known her since high school. We've gone our separate ways. We've probably connected a couple times throughout the years, but we're friends on social media. And she has taken on a lot of creative endeavors. And from where I'm sitting, it looks like she's been really successful at those and has done a great job, you know, kind of building a, an audience around that and just, and kind of pursuing some of those goals. So I reached out to her, asked if she could be on the show and just uh, talk a little bit about, you know, Well, let me let me back up. I asked her about something specific and she said, you know what, that's really cool. I've been thinking about that, but I think I'm going to change my mind. I think I'm going to I think I'm going to go this direction. And, And then we got in that conversation of how she likes to try things and then pivot. And I thought that was a better topic to talk about than than what I had originally planned. And so before we get into that, I'd love it, Lauren, if you could kind of tell the listener a little bit about you, a little bit of your background.
1: Perfect. Okay. Like Anthony said, we've known each other since high school. So we were in the the acting crowd. We were the drama crowd, I guess you could say. Oh. <laughs> so we knew each other doing a lot of um, plays and shows and classes together. And that's kind of where my biggest passion lies is within acting and performing and entertaining and that kind of thing. And I, as I was thinking about you know what we were going to talk about it does kind of all go back to that just that deep deep need to be creative and that was just my creative avenue of choice and so that's kind of where it all started right now i am a mama for I'm married we live in utah and we're just we're doing all the things i'm entering my carpool era just chauffeuring kids everywhere I can't wait but, for that I know it's coming so get ready. <laughs> but um it's it's been a lot of fun to like you said just pivot and try different things and I know we're going to talk about it a little bit more but as as of right now that's kind of the very bare bones of me is I'm first and foremost a mother and a wife and the second most important thing to me other than my faith I should say that that's that's also up there but is that that drive to be creative and to find new ways to express that
0: and for anyone who's watching you can clearly see the difference between (laughs) lauren and i because i i want to be creative but i have to like force it and i think you just let it flow, because if you're just even looking at the background here, like I'm, like, what should I do? I'll have a bookshelf with some books that I've read, and you're like, got this beautiful background that's very creative, and I think oh, is thank very you. Rep- very representative of the the Lauren I know that I've been seeing yeah. on social media for many years. Let's talk about that creative itch. So, we met doing some high school plays. Prior to that, was it always acting that you were interested in? Is that what you were hoping would eventually become a career? Like, tell us about that first creative itch that you had that that led you to, to us meeting.
1: The opportunities in high school are plays and musicals and more theatrical, which I loved at the time, but it was actually in college that I started taking more filmmaking classes and that's when I discovered I really loved that avenue. So that was going to be my major. I went down to, at the time it was Dixie State. I don't know what it is now. It's changed so many times. But went down to Dixie State and then I took all those like prerequisites for a film degree. And those were things like screenwriting and cinematography or um, costume design. And so I took all those classes and I just fell in love with it. I absolutely loved it. And so I've always wanted to be creative. And even before all of that, all my school projects were like, how can I make this more interesting and creative for me to enjoy? Um, And it it was always some sort of um, performative sounds kind of like the wrong word I don't know if I want to use that word but I can't think of any other word so I guess it is kind of performative so it was always kind of along that lines of entertaining and storytelling or making people laugh and in college I just really loved the process of a film aspect because it's a lot more intimate and you can really play off more emotions that way. And so I got involved in a lot of those student projects and yeah, and all of that and I just fell in love and I think a lot of that is kind of built a foundation for me moving forward.
0: And one thing that I've had to remind myself of over the last few years is saying yes to opportunities because you never know. You might go in wanting one thing and then you find or experience something within that that then takes you down a different route right so and i lost that for many years me personally but i'm trying to revive that and just say yes to things like is this going to kill me nope it's not so i'll try that that's that sounds pretty cool that might lead to another opportunity What's
1: except that?
0: yeah except drugs i don't i won't say yes to those <laughs> but but so along that line here you went to college to do some filmmaking script writing costume design Is that what you tell, you know, to the listener at home, you know, is that what you ultimately did or what did you find during that process where you were like, Ooh, actually I like this. I'm going to try that.
1: Yeah. I kind of thought of it like a, almost like a piggy bank. I was finding all these little things that I was interested in and that I liked and I would put it in my little piggy bank and I would just kind of store it in there for a little while and just be like, Oh, maybe I'll do something with that someday. Maybe I'll do something with that someday. So I think, but actually to like kind of reverse it a little bit, I I didn't end up getting my degree. I would say that the only other thing that was important to me was being able to find a partner and somebody I could, uh, you know, grow a family with and have a life with. So that was, as as much as the creative aspect was super important to me, finding that was more important, and I did. I ended up falling in love, and we got married, and I didn't... um, get my degree at the time. I always planned to later, but it was more important for me to be able to take advantage of, you know, the opportunities that were facing me then. And so I just kind of kept those things in my piggy bank, those little deposits, and I just held on to them. And I just, I, I felt that they would come in handy eventually. And it's interesting because looking back, preparing to like chat with you, I was like, oh, wow. Like even more so noticing different ways that I was being prepared for things way back then.
0: That makes sense, and I love that. And let me ask you this. I think I know the answer, but what what made you more happy, getting the degree or finding and getting married with the person that you love?
1: Oh, f- finding Gavin for sure. Okay,
0: okay. I thought so. I was, you know, slightly... yeah i wasn't worried you were gonna say the other thing no no that would have
1: been embarrassing (laughs)
0: i'd have been like well this took a turn that i wasn't expecting no and but i think that's super important in in, we live in this hustle and bustle world where everyone Mm -hmm. just you know they they just think it's about pursuing that thing you know that that physical that that professional thing or whatever and there's nothing wrong with that i mean that's a -hmm. lot of the reason why this show exists is, is is to encourage people to do that but I think the difference is, and, and you knew this deep down inside back then, was there's gonna be certain things that are more meaningful, more, that will bring you more joy, and that deserve your attention. And sometimes that means you gotta put this other thing aside
1: mm-hmm. because
0: this thing over here, being a relationship, family, that that's gonna ultimately bring you a happiness that this other thing that you're pursuing, profession or whatever, like that, that might change, that might bounce around, but this, you know pursuing those relationships is something that will ultimately be the most powerful I think people forget that
1: I think I have over is something I have to constantly remind myself of that you know there is a time and a season for different things and just because I'm not pursuing one thing doesn't mean I'm failing it means I'm strengthening a whole other part of me or or my children or my my relationships and so those are just as important but yeah sometimes if you're it's not an all or nothing type deal and it's okay to take time off i think um i know that we kind of talked about pivoting and i've pivoted a lot <laughs> in my life and i think a lot of that has been centered around the things that are more important to me like my children so obviously i'm going to be more limited when i have toddlers as than I do now my kids are getting a little bit older and it's almost like a whole new world is opening up and for a long time it's like doing anything that fed my curiosity or my creativity almost felt like I was taking away from them but it, it was a constant thing I had to tell myself that no. I'm a better mom when I can take that time for myself and to feed that creativity. And I want to be that example to my kids. I want them to be able to see that you can be a mom and you can be able to still pursue those goals.
0: I love that. I I consider being a parent one of the greatest things ever. I think most people do. It it is difficult. Obviously, no Mm -hmm. one's saying that. You know, no one's saying that it's easy. But I spoke to someone one time who basically was like, well, this sucks being a parent. And I was like, what? Like, (laughs) what sucks? Well, I can't do anything. I'm like, what? What do you mean you can't do anything? And they used that excuse. Like, it's like it Mm -hmm. it shut down their whole process of pursuing anything. And they... And unfortunately, it was, um, they were almost like resenting it. And I was like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: man, I feel so bad because like there's That's these sad. wonderful <laughs> things in front of them, their children, that mm-hmm. should be the greatest memories of their life. and And here they are almost resenting that they're not progressing. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: on that note, I mean, you're an example of someone who progresses at maybe different paces or different paths as you're staying home with your kids or as you are trying to raise your kids. You know tell us a little bit about how that journey has been how you've kind of progressed from one thing to another and maybe what in your life or in motherhood has caused you to to make those adjustments
1: yeah i love that and kind of what you said to go along with that things might not come the same way that they did before when you had when you didn't have kids but having kids it doesn't mean everything stops it doesn't mean that you can't do those things it just means you might have to be a little more creative on how you do them and so, for example, right after college, we got married, and we knew I always knew that I wanted to be a stay at home mom. Like that was gonna be my my do or die. I was gonna be a mom. I was gonna have that opportunity. I wanted to be there for my kids. I wanted to be baking cookies when they got home from school. I wanted to be that type of parent. And I was so lucky that my husband was on the same page, and he was gonna be the main breadwinner for the family. And so I was super privileged to be able to, have my kids and stay home and it it wasn't easy I mean we went through four years of pharmacy school for my husband so that he could do that and that was super difficult we moved out of state I had my brand new first baby I'd never lived anywhere outside of Utah before and so I was super hesitant to do that because I was losing my support system and I was like oh I'm gonna be you know just at home with this little baby I have no idea how to take care of. And I'm going to need to figure out a way that I can enjoy this. And I always wanted to work at Disneyland. Who doesn't? Me too. (laughs) But (laughs) we're kind of of not in the best, you know, location for that, being in Utah (laughs) and Iowa or wherever. But that was my my initial goal was to work at Disneyland, but that wasn't going to be an option for me. So this was before all those princess party companies popped up. It wasn't a big thing then, but I was just like, what if I did these birthday parties? And so I started a company out in Iowa where on the weekends I would be able to dress up as a princess and go to these little birthday parties. It would give me that creativity, that itch. I would be able to itch that creativity a little bit. And that was when my husband was off. So he could be home with our first baby at the time and so it was a roundabout way of doing that kind of like we were talking about earlier was it wasn't the way I initially thought it was going to be but it was I call it a dream adjacent because it wasn't quite like it wasn't that first initial dream but I found a way to make it work and so for four years I did that and I grew it I grew it from just me doing these birthday birthday parties and I grew it to have about like a cast of I think maybe 12 girls that would go out on weekends for me so I wasn't just having to do one party at a time with myself I had multiple people going out and you know during that time I realized I'm learning all these different things I'm learning how to manage a company I'm learning how to make costumes because I was we were poor <laughs> so I would um, save my money from all these birthday parties and I would either buy a new uh, costume that would match a new character and I'd slowly add one character at a time And I learned how to sew and I learned how to piece together different pieces of costumes so that I can get a a recognizable silhouette or outfit for a princess. And it was was awesome to be able to grow that. And then after that, actually during it, I just would always have these new ideas just coming up. And I think the more you use that creative muscle, the more ideas are going to come up too. And so one of the ideas I had was like, how about I introduce a unique original character to the lineup? And at that time I had found this whole mermaid community where people have these silicone mermaid tails. And I was like, I want to do that. I can add, I get a tail and I can add Ariel and we can do mermaid parties, but I could also do a unique original character. And so I got a tail and I I was not a good swimmer, I will tell you that, (laughs) but I was good at faking it. (laughs) So I got this tale, and I was able to come up with a whole new character, and because everything I do is also with my kids in mind, I wanted to write a children's book with this character teaching some sort of lesson to my kids. And so I came up with a story and everything, and with that came another original character, and it was a fairy. And so these, this mermaid and this fairy are best friends, and it's just kind of like about friendship and how a good friend is there for you. And I was able to get a photographer, and we were able to pose for it, and it's... It was nothing like sold at Barnes and Noble or anything, but it was something I read at these birthday parties and then it was also for my kids later. And so that was really cool to see that, but that was also a little pivot, a little pivot there was with the original characters. And after that though I didn't know that we graduated. You didn't know that? (laughs) No, I didn't
0: know the book that's that's really cool, actually. I did not know that.
1: Yeah. It's pretty fun. And my kids love seeing the pictures and my five year old still thinks that her mom's a real mermaid but she just has legs now. All so right. <laughs> I'm not going to burst her bubble yet. Yeah, but, you're like
0: um, I'm one of Ariel's <laughs> sisters.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. She's like, "Were you in the ocean?" i was like, Mm-mm. I was like a pond mermaid." <laughs> She's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. She and she probably thinks I can swim, but again, I'm not that good of a swimmer. <laughs>
0: hey, I I'm not either. So, I mean, the fact that you, you know, basically tied your legs together and dared yeah. to go in the water, you know, <laughs> bless your heart bless your heart that
1: could have been bad oh, not yeah. gonna lie
0: <laughs> side note here there's a video online of a of a you may have seen it there's like a gal at like a aquarium who has a mermaid tail uh-huh. on and she's swimming and all these kids, you know, are looking like, oh, my gosh, it's a mermaid. And then all of a sudden you see her like trying to go up for air. Oh, and I saw that. Just, like, yeah, just like throws her tail off. And she's like yeah. swimming as fast as she can. And uh-huh. like, that would have been me. I would have been like. That
1: would have been so scary.
0: I'd have been like, kids, <laughs> you just saw transformation. And I'm, I'm not a water <laughs> creature anymore.
1: Yeah, all the kids are like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was scary. And I've actually been there. so. Really? Again, to kind of, you know hijack the conversation I'm just gonna talk a lot so no um, no this is this is
0: all, this is all <laughs> all about you I'll stay quiet I' me just hit mute here oh
1: no you're, you're you're awesome you're good but after we moved actually I sold the company my husband was done with school and I sold that off but I really come to like I couldn't give up those original characters just yet and I was like well maybe I'll start a new company out in Utah because we were moving back home we got super lucky and but that just wasn't feeling quite right yet. At that point, I just had my third baby. And I was like, I'm kind of over the princess thing. And I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it yet. But I just wanted that opportunity. So I didn't include them with the sale of the entire business. And I brought them home with me. And then let's see, at that time, I had gotten a little bit better at swimming. Like again, I'm not winning any awards, but I can fake it. And so I was able to get a job at an aquarium in And it was this little aquarium you can come in and you can like touch all the stingrays and stuff. And they needed a, it was pretty cool. And that was something that when I found out that a mermaid was an option (laughs) for a job, I was like, I want to try that. So that was just something that, that was a deposit in the piggy bank. I was like, if I ever got a chance to swim in an aquarium, that would be cool. And so then I think, I don't know if that would be like manifesting or what, but it, it was yeah. an opportunity. It, it came up. Who would have thought? And so I got a job there and I started working there for a little while and it was super fun. It didn't last very long, but that's kind of something what we were talking about too, was there's a time and a place for different things. And I worked there long enough to feel like I could mark it off my list. And that was good enough for me.
0: I love that. And you know, you mentioned manifesting. I plan on talking a little bit about this type of manifesting law of attraction, things like that, maybe future episodes. But part of that I think is just, um, consciously looking for those opportunities, right? I want Mm -hmm. to have certain experiences. And so your mind is just naturally when, when you are consciously always thinking, I want to have these experiences, you're, you're more likely to see those opportunities, right? And so for Mm -hmm. someone like Lauren, who I feel like you know someone on the outside that might not know you might be like man why is she why is she so good at everything she's she's has a princess <laughs> company she she's a mermaid and not realizing that when you set these goals and just look for these opportunities you know you're going to find those right and so yeah.
1: mm-hmm.
0: i think i think that's a great thing and and that's maybe a backstory, not a backstory, but maybe something that's happening in the background as you're doing all these pivotings is you're you're looking for opportunities to to, mm-hmm. to expand, right, and to change things. For and, sure. And so, so tell us after the mermaid position, uh-huh. what what how did that lead to the next thing? What what was the next thing?
1: Good question. Okay, so the next thing, I was like, I'm over the princess parties, not going to do that anymore. I wanted to try something new. I had three little 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 kids at the time, and. That was taking up a lot of my time. And so that kind of morphed into more of a lifestyle blog. People kind of knew me from the mermaid stuff, but I want so I I needed a way to transition into more of a lifestyle type blog. And so I was like, how about I call myself the stay at home mermaid and I will just pose for funny f- photos with my kids in my mermaid tail as if like, how the heck is a mermaid uh, mermaid mom supposed to take care of human children. And it was more just of like a parody account. That's what it morphed into. And so for a little while, it was just how to add magic to your life with your kids.
0: That's awesome. I love that. What's the number one takeaway that you learned from, from that pivot where you kind of were like, ah, this feels good. I'm done that one. (laughs)
1: That's a good question. I think once something is no longer serving you in the way you wanted it to, it's okay to change. It's okay to find something else to do and see what else. Dig around your little piggy bank and see what else is in there. You're like, okay, I've done that. Like, what else can I do on this little creative bucket list? And again, it was in a way that I could still support my lifestyle of being a stay-at-home mom, but make it fun for us. And so there were times that it not only helped my kids feel like they were having a more fun childhood but it helped me feel like I was enjoying that childhood along with them and it wasn't just a chore I I was consciously looking for things to make their life more magical as well as mine
0: I think that's a huge a very powerful point whether you have kids or not if you look to make other people's lives more magical the fulfillment that you can get from that Right? I Absolutely. think if you have kids, that's that's perfect. I think a lot of people, they pursue goals and stuff and they leave their family behind and, and ultimately they regret that. So if you can mm-hmm. tie them into to your pursuits specifically, you'll be able to have some more joy from that mm-hmm. relationship with your family. But again, then if not just pursuing your goals, but if you can actually make them a center of the, of your goals, mm-hmm. like you're saying, I think that's wise, wise advice.
1: I agree. And those are the things that they remember, too. They're like, remember that time that we did this or you helped me make this? And it was like, yep, I do. (laughs) I worked hard on that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. So you started a blog. So it it was more of a parody blog, but it Mm -hmm. transitioned into, was it fashion? Because I've kind of... I remember seeing different points of this. Obviously, at the time, I wasn't, like, writing notes. But I remember the mermaid phase, and I was like, first of all, let me say this. When it came to princesses, I don't know how you did it, but you looked, like, exactly like the princess. I
1: don't know how I did either.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you see the princess, and you're like, eh. I mean, I can kind of see Snow White. But, like, Lauren was the type of person where she's like, here's a new princess. And I'm like, dang, she looks just like that princess. New so Yeah. I mean, props to you on that. So, so you go from Thanks, princess. Man. To mermaid to parody blog and then it transitions into lifestyle and fashion or tell us a little bit about that because this is where I feel like almost again from an outsider looking in it was like all of a sudden you were just growing and getting more momentum in everything you were doing
1: yeah so it kind of morphed into like a fashion thing too because I moved into like this thing called Disney bounding where it's normal clothes but they are styled according to like color or shape to look like specific Disney characters so that was something that I thought was super fun because I was like it'd be awesome because my kids were wearing out their princess dresses in public all the time I couldn't get them out of it and I was just like okay let's give the elsa dress a break and let's how about you put on this pretty other blue dress that kind of looks like elsa this is elsa's day dress how about you wear that for the day so it started to morph into that where i was like sweet i can take normal clothes that my kids will be comfortable in They're better quality i can actually wash them and so i started doing that with the kids and they loved it and They got into it for quite a long time so it was not just showing how i styled different clothes to look like specific disney characters but it started to get to the point where people were like well where did you get that i want that for my kid we're going on a disney trip can you find something like this for us because we want something different than like the matching family t-shirts nothing's wrong with that i also did those but um that's that's about as yeah. That's
0: the limit of my creativity is like, and it's not even, I don't even want to do it. My wife's like, you got to wear this <laughs> thing that has a Disney castle and says daddy. And I'm like, no, don't. I don't want to. She makes me- It
1: is a wife thing. I do feel like it is a wife <laughs> thing. So, and part of that I think was to get my husband to do it because I was like you're wearing normal clothes just wear this specific color and you'll kind of look like Peter Pan. <laughs> so I think that was kind of a compromise but it was it was fun for us too. So I started getting people asking for it and I was like, "Well, you know, I'm going to I'm going to look into doing my own little shop where you can buy these cute clothes and for a good a good while my kids were into it and that was back before they had opinions really and
0: ah, the good old let things. me dress
1: them. <laughs> yeah. That did not it didn't last as long as I thought it would, but it 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 lasted a little while and I took advantage of it while I could. So I did that for the children's stuff, and then they just were like, no, Mom, I'm over it. I don't want to do it anymore. I was like, okay, fine. I'll do it for myself. And so at that point, it kind of transitioned to more just women's clothing. And then that way, I didn't want to put them, them on social media anymore anyway. And so it kind of worked out nicely because then it was like, okay, well, my target audience now can be other moms that want to dress up as well. And so it switched to women's clothing at that point.
0: When I think that's it's awesome that you that I think anyone that's starting a business or pursuing a passion there, there needs to be that moment where you kind of step back and go, okay, all right, who, you know, when you talk to everyone, you talk to no one, right? And so yeah. maybe, maybe when I'm talking to trying to get these other kids stoked about dressing up as, as Disney characters, A, they might not be on social media. Or B, ah, yes, their mom. I need to get to their mom, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> right? So I think...
1: Others like me. I am my target audience.
0: <laughs> bada bing, but right? That's, that's. Yep. I, I think everyone at some point has to has to go through that and say, okay, who who is it that's yeah. making that decision? So it's cool that you, did you consciously make that or did, is that just something you kind of stumbled on where you just made that decision and later you were like, oh, yeah, wow, I did, that was actually like a strategy of growing a business that I just kind of accidentally did rather than Mm. consciously did that.
1: I think more it was unconsciously because I had to work with what I had. It was no longer magical for my kids. And I knew that forcing it would just make it worse. And so it was kind of more out of necessity than anything, but it turned out good later because I felt like it did better for, because probably because they were in the same boat as me, their kids didn't necessarily want to do it. And it would would sometimes be a battle and so it was like well if I, I can't control them but I, I at least I can feel good about it and so I think a lot of moms could identify with that and so I feel like it did really well who would have thought because that it was definitely not a strategy for me it was just definitely out of necessity <laughs>
0: well, well and I the reason I asked too is I think a lot of people when it comes to trying new things they they talk themselves out of it because they, they're like, Oh what I need to do this or I need to do that or what if I don't know how to do this? And it's like sometimes you just gotta do it. You know, just just yeah. do it and things fall into place.
1: I mean Google is there for a reason, man.
0: Yeah, you too. Google
1: things. <laughs> that's literally how i learned a lot of stuff
0: (laughs) we're talking via the internet because i had to google it and figure out how how (laughs) to do this because other people are doing it yeah i agree with you i think i think sometimes just got to go for it and there'll be times that you fail and there'll be times that you succeed but i think more often Mm -hmm. than none if you approach it with the right attitude you'll find that things just fall into place like like you had
1: mentioned i feel like I would say there have been a couple of times where I have even felt like i failed because of those reasons where it's like, oh, I just started this shop for my kids and now they don't want to do it. And like, I I could have given up at that point. But I think too, I always have to remind myself, I'm learning something along the way that it's going to be applied somewhere else. I learned back in college how to sew for the costumes and stuff. And it's it, it gave me points of reference that I would use within the Disney-bound stylings 10 years later. I I had no idea how that was gonna end up connecting, but it did. And even though it felt like that specific avenue has failed, I was still learning things that would be applied later on to whatever I'm doing next. So you never know, you might not know for 10 years, but something good has come from it, whether it succeeded or not.
0: And honestly, you're the judge of whether it succeeded or not, right? It, oh, yeah. You may have come out with only a small amount of money or no money or or mm-hmm. less than what you wanted to make. But if, again, like you're saying, if you learn something, it's a win, right? Because then you mm-hmm. just build on that. What, one thing you're doing lately, and maybe you haven't pursued this too much, but I've noticed that when you're doing the Disney bounding, you got very creative on social media. And it seems mm-hmm. that that's something people want to learn how to do is that right so is that a whole nother avenue
1: yeah so when i was doing the disney bound stuff it it was like during quarantine where like tiktok got huge and we're all bored out of our minds and during that time i was like well i'm doing these disney bound looks what if i did a fun before look and a fun after look and i like did a fun transition in the middle And people ate those up because they were quick. They were easy to watch multiple times. And so on TikTok, it just, it kind of blew up really quick, which was unexpected. And so I, back to the college stuff where I'm learning angles and different like filming tricks, I was able to apply that to this. And so I started doing that for myself and they, it went really well. And I had all these friends who... I've made a community with who are also doing either blogs or businesses or content creators. And they're like, how did you do that? And I was like, I don't know. And then so like, I started to really consciously pay attention to how I was doing it. And there were a lot of trial and errors, but I loved figuring it out and being able to edit together and be like, see the finished product and be like, whoa, that was magical. And so all these friends were like, you should teach this. And I was like, okay like I don't know how to do that but I had a friend who started this women's retreat for these entrepreneurs and content creators and she's like will you teach a class at this and I was like yeah it'll be like a small intimate group I knew most of these women too and so it wasn't super intimidating and I pulled together this little workshop and it and it did really well and they're like this was awesome I would have paid a ton of money to come do this and so With their encouragement, I started to do that a little bit more and more and I was able to do a couple more workshops where I opened it up to bigger and bigger amounts of people and taught how to do these simple tips and tricks for their own social media to tell a story or to promote a product or just to be entertaining and that was super fun and again, I never would have known that's where I was going to end up 10 years ago.
0: I think that's awesome. And if you go back through your journey and you would have had said no to being a mermaid or no mm-hmm. to creating your princess business, like would that have even happened, right? I who knows, who maybe knows? it would have. <laughs> yeah, maybe it would have. And and maybe it's not good to think that way, but I I like to err on the side of man, everything I'm doing is it's going to work out. Like you said, it's going to work yeah. out. I might not know why, but it's it's going to be awesome.
1: And right? it's leading to something great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> As long as you learn from it. If yeah. you're a crybaby about it, then it, <laughs> it maybe won't.
1: <laughs> Nobody likes a crybaby. Yeah,
0: there's some crybabies <laughs> out there. Well, cool. Let, let me ask you, I wanna ask you what you're, how you're gonna pivot next, but before we do that, okay. we as we spoke, anytime I have a guest on the show, we have a quick little phone call just to go over what the flow of the conversation is. And mm-hmm. as, Again, I had gone into this call thinking I was just going to be talking about the Disney bounding. And that's when Lauren was like, well, hang on, like, check it out. I might be pivoting. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And, and then she was like, well, I, I've kind of pivot these other places too. And I was like, wait, you have? Oh, yeah, I, I didn't <laughs> even realize that. And she just started talking about how all these things that she's learned and how, she, how she's kind of made tweaks and, and pivoted. And I was like, okay. That's what we should talk about that. And you even said, I think you said, "Be brave and try things." And I said, "Boom, that's it." That's the name of yeah. this that's the name of this episode is "Be brave and it. try things." <laughs> so along along that those lines, it's easier said than done, right? "Be brave and try mm-hmm. things." What what are what's probably some of the one or two of the biggest challenges that you've confronted where maybe you could have let that discourage you? throughout this whole Mm -hmm. journey, but instead you said, you know what, no, I'm going to keep going because this is something I want to learn, or this is something that I want to bring joy to my kids or whatever. Like what are, what are some challenges that maybe you faced that you had to overcome when you, when you could have gone the other way and just given up?
1: Oh, that's such a good question. I think overall, like the overall message I would say is I know myself enough that I would die if I like just gave up something like that completely and I mean there were times where I was like why am I doing this and then there are other times where I was like yes I love doing this and so it's not always gonna be rainbows and butterflies it's there's gonna be some challenging things and one thing that was super hard for me especially recently was maybe getting too sucked into the social media game there's so many gurus out there that are like, you have to have a niche. You have to be able to post every day. You have to have seven second videos. You have to have a hook. You have to have all these things. And I think once you've gone viral, it's easy to think that that's going to be the norm, but it's, it's not. And so there's like a switch in your brain, at least in mine, where it was like, I started thinking more about the numbers and I started, it started to be more of a a chore and something that I dreaded instead of something that I did because it filled me full of joy. And I, I know that that happens a lot of other people. Cause like I said, I have a small community of these friends who also do the same thing. And they're like, yeah, I'm feeling that too. I just, I don't know how else to grow or how to get out there and do these things. And am I posting for the sake of posting for the algorithm or am I doing it for myself? And I think you can't, you can't get sucked into that because those are the wrong reasons for doing it. Yeah. There's it's sometimes it's a necessary evil, but to be able to remember why you're doing what you're doing is super important and it's going to feel like you're stumbling and it's going to feel like you're failing and you're, and things are constantly changing and it's, we do it because we love it. And if we don't do it, we'll crumble. I know I will. If I don't have that creative outlet, I, I'm not a good mom. I'm not a good wife. I'm not a good friend. And so I know that I need to be able to take care of myself and not get wrapped up in the things that don't necessarily matter.
0: I think that's great advice. All too often, because we're absorbing so much social media, there's so many people out there that are just focusing on becoming social media influencers, making all this money, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I and I think to your point, people are just pursuing things because of the money, because of the analytics, mm-hmm. or, and yep. they're forgetting to just do something that they like, that they enjoy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that doesn't mean you're going to make money right out the gate with it, but keep pivoting, keep learning, and there will be opportunities where maybe a version of that can make money, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: so I think that's great advice. So... What's next for you? We, you've, you've gone, you've kind of given us a whole bunch of insight into all the creative endeavor, endeavors you've tried. What's next? Are you, are you going to keep pursuing this social media side where you're going and, and helping other uh, people who are trying to promote products, promote their brand, and things like that? Or are you going to try to be an astronaut? Like, what are you, what are you, what are you going to try? You no, space scares me. <laughs> Yeah, space is
1: scary. Too. I like watching <laughs> the ocean movies. Is too. <laughs> I
0: like watching movies about space, but yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah.
1: i ever do it. Yeah. Ugh, even that could be scary. No, yeah. that's, that's a good question. I think what's interesting right now, I'm in a very unique position right now. We currently live with my in laws. We are building a house. It's been like three years in the making where you know, we've sold our house. We moved here to try to save money and then we found land and then just prices were just astronomical and so we kind of you know it's a, it's a game of chess I guess we were like well let's hold out a little bit longer and hope those prices go down and luckily they did they went down a little bit and we were able to break ground I think it was like last May I can't remember but we're doing all of it ourselves uh, ourselves. I say ourselves, but I'm not out there hammering. It's my husband. He's out there hammering and sawing and all that. But I mean, that means that I know. (laughs) Don't ask me to do measurements. (laughs) I can't read a ruler. But so he's out there doing that. He's out there measuring and doing windows and like all that stuff. And I'm I'm trying to pick up everything else so that he is able to go do that. And so I have not had a lot of time to focus on the creative aspect. And a part of me is going a little crazy because of it. I've had to find smaller ways to do it. And and I have. I have. I got back to writing, which is something that I can do that doesn't require, you know, going away into my own little corner and recording something it's not requiring me to leave the house or anything it's it's something i've been able to work on but it's it's scratching that itch but not quite enough so as soon as this house is done it does seem like a whole new world will be opening up i've got my youngest going to kindergarten full full day kindergarten Ooh. and so i know it's exciting yeah. <laughs> uh, except she's ready for it now so it's 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 a little difficult where you know she's ready to go socialize and she's still stuck here with mom but you know, I'm hoping
0: uh, I I hear some moms like I don't want him to grow up and I'm like get on out, go out. Get time <laughs> yep. to go to school
1: <laughs> yep time to go to school and they love it like she is a little social butterfly so I just can't keep up with her I can't I can't fill her bucket the way she needs me to <laughs> but we'll get there and she'll love it and it'll be great and we'll have our own we'll finally be in our own space and I'll be able to focus more on those kind of things and for now that's okay that it's Right now is not necessarily the time or season to focus on that super hard. And so I don't know exactly what I'll do. I've had ideas and I've tried to plan it out, but who knows how I'll be feeling at that point because who knows what will be serving me. I think as of now, I would love to keep doing the social media aspect, but in a way that's kind of like what we're doing here is just encouraging people and especially my demographic will be stay at home moms to pursue their dreams to make space to create the magic that will fill them and who knows I I would love to get back into acting again back into filmmaking and use what I've learned over the last couple of years and see how that's changed in the last 15 years oh My gosh! I can't believe it. it's been <laughs> that <Time> long <laughs> crazy I still feel like you know I still Freshman remember
0: my I still remember my lines from the show we were together. Yeah, well, I probably remember a couple <laughs> of them.
1: <laughs> I remember it. my kids watched. You'll get a, a kick out of this, but they somehow found the digital copy of Cinderella when we were in Cinderella All together, right. <laughs> nice. and they watched it, and I was just like, Ugh, "Yeah, can we turn this off?" But it was still fun, That's and awesome. yeah, so that was cool. And they're like, "Mom, you were the wicked stepmother," and I was like, "Yeah, I." was not thrilled at that aspect at the time. In high school, I wanted to be the nice person, but now I could I could do a mean evil stepmother.
0: Your kids are <laughs> like, "You're perfect for the role." Just <laughs> No. you what know are it's funny talking about? i always got casted as bad guys too i was like this huh? sp- goofy guy and they're like by the way okay this role you're an alcoholic you smoke three packs a day yeah. you beat women and i was like oh okay i'm out of my element here i'm not going how to do that <laughs> yeah
1: yeah exactly or, or you died you were murdered i remember yes, that
0: yes i kept getting <laughs> i got murdered in probably a couple shows that one for yep. sure i did you know but but that's the beauty of of octane it is uh yes <laughs> being put in those situations
1: Super well, fun. yep
0: well that's so cool lauren where do we find you for those of us I, i'm on this list that are anxiously watching going okay what what's she gonna do next like what
1: hey you know. i'm on that list too who knows what she'll do next <laughs> um i'm just on instagram you can find me on instagram it's hello whimsy whimsy is spelled with a z instead of an s so hello whimsy
0: yeah w-h-i-m-z-y right
1: yep perfect
0: perfect i only know that because i'm looking at the paper that you filled out (laughs) so i'd like to say i was good at spelling but that's the only one well very cool for those listening at home please go follow lauren seriously she's a great person i've known her for many years and have loved following her on Instagram. Like I said, we we haven't chatted too much over the years, just every once in a while we'll kind of connect. But it's so cool watching her along with other people that we've gone to school with, just everything that they mm-hmm. accomplish. And I think that's really fun and that's a joy about getting older. Some people are like bummed out that it's been 10 years, 15 years since school. And I'm like, I think it's pretty cool like watching how everyone's- neat. Yeah, how everyone's evolved and grown. But she is a shining example of be brave and try things. And so, I love it. I love that, Lauren. Thanks so much for joining the show today, and we are anxiously watching <laughs> in, in a non-creepy thanks, way, Anthony, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> or a creepy way. Yeah, 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 but sure no, out there. yeah. But no, thank you. Block. Watching. I won't block you, Anthony. But thank you for having me. This show is awesome, and I think you're really onto something special here. So this is this is really great, and I really appreciate you.
0: Well, thanks. And thanks for sharing that story. I think, like I said, I think a lot of people are scared to try things because they, they just yeah. talk themselves down. And and you're an example of just going and trying things and, and it'll work out and you'll have a ton of fun doing it. And I think that's something yep. that a lot of people have forgotten in today's busy world.
1: Yep. I totally agree. And you know what? Most people are too busy paying attention to their own selves. They're not going to really notice what you're doing. So I, ju- true. I just say go for it go for it. (laughs)
0: This is true. I think that's a, I think that's so true. Good advice. Wise advice from Lauren Gardner. Hello, whimsy. Thanks, Lauren. I hope we have a chance to chat uh, again in the near future on the mic.
1: Yes. Thank you so much, Tony.
0: You're welcome. Talk to you later.
1: Thank you for joining in today
0: because pursuing a balance between family, health, and hustle can feel a little wacky sometimes. So, we need to learn from each other. And with a simple click to subscribe, we'll invite you back to our next episode. In the meantime, download our free ebook, Six Secrets for Success, at familyhealthandhustle.com. And remember, we're on this journey together.